This is the Retro Smash Gaming Podcast, episode 11. 11. I am Eric. Joining me today is Nicholas. Nicholas, how are we doing? I'm doing okay, Eric. How are you, Eric? So today we are talking the Sega Genesis game Decap Attack. Yes. We both played it for the first time this past week, mm-hmm. and we definitely have some thoughts. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Absolutely. But before we get there, we got a few other things we want to talk about. I think I know what you want to talk about, though. What do we want to talk about? You want to talk about Dread, don't Dread, you? Yes, you we both Dread. finished it <laughs> recently. Uh, yeah, well, when this drops, I'm not sure when. It'll be, we'll we'll have finished it, like, maybe a month ago. I don't know. Right. Anyway. In the past, 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 past. So... <laughs> I have been seeing a lot of people complaining about the price. Have you seen that at all? I have, like, versus how long the game actually takes to beat. Yeah, because I think I got, like, 13 and a half hours in. Yes. And you got, like, 12? Uh, It was 11.26, but I also streamed it. And well, actually, I got, I got 11.26. I got help. I got a lot. I got not a lot. Okay. I didn't get a lot of backseat help. But I did get enough backseat help, like especially on main bosses and at the end. So I got enough. And some people are like, man, you know, maybe you should use a power bomb here. And I'm like, that wouldn't be a bad idea. And then like, I use it. It just makes life a hell of a lot easier. So I'm sure you probably tough through it like the manly man you are. You, know, <laughs> you eat tree bark and shit bricks and just tough through it where I was like, I can't play this by myself. Mom, I looked up one up. thing and that's it. Yeah. Okay. You looked up one thing. I got help with like four or five things. And the thing that I looked up, uh, I don't want to like spoil it at all or anything. I don't think it'd spoil it to say, oh, how would I say this? The one thing I looked up was how to defeat something that you fought that were there were multiple of them. Oh, okay. I, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yes. So I struggled hardcore with that that did take me a couple times but i i kind of i plowed through that without i that's one fight i didn't need help with the other fight the one fight i needed help with was the underwater fight before i had gravity suit when i looked up that thing it just said you know take out one at a time and so like it didn't like okay like yes that makes sense but then when i played it again that next time i tried a little different strategy like running from one and not even getting close to one and just kind of isolating myself with the other. Yeah. And I beat it just fine. Well, but nice. dude, some of those bosses were tough. They were. Yes. I probably I am ashamed to say some of them took me more than 15 tries. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not a very good gamer. <laughs> well, I mean, neither am I. Like I said, the only one that I really struggled with, I struggled with the I was struggling with the very last boss, which. I think if I gave that away, that'd be a big spoiler. But one of the multiple phases it has, I struggled with that phase big time. Which one? Phase one, two or three? Um, the one uh, the one where he's flying around. Well, at, and then once I finally and then figured, shooting around. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was one I had trouble with because you weren't getting health back really from that. It wasn't the game was not holding your hand. No, there. did you? I don't think you get health back at all in that phase, do you? Not unless you shoot. Okay, if you shoot, um, I call it um, 
Galaxy Bomb because um, from Galaxy Man in Mega Man 9, the the weapon that you get from him is is like Galaxy Bomb or something, but it looks just like that. Where it's just like a black hole and it tries to suck things into it. That's the exact same you get in Mega Man 9. So that's that, just what I called it. <laughs> that wasn't in Phase 2, though. Um, There's some. Mm, I don't think so. There are some. You could destroy it and get health and missiles back. In the second phase? I think in all of them. I don't think it was in, in the second phase. It may not have been, because I was, at that point, I was just so frustrated. I, I'm just like, <laughs> fuck this game. I I, I kind of was, but, you know, I, I mean, I was expecting an epic boss battle. The one thing I did like, the, the all the boss fights were hard, but they weren't impossible. No, they didn't feel cheap. No, that's, yeah, cheap is a good word. They all have a pattern that you could figure out. Mm-hmm. And... It may take multiple times to figure out that pattern, but once you do, like, you feel accomplished. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, you, you made progress. And most of the time when you beat them, you got a sweet prize at the end. Because the thing is, on the final boss, the three phases, when I first started playing it, that first phase, I'm like, I can't fucking get through this. Like, this is such a pain in the ass and blah, blah, blah. Then, you know, once I finally figured out, not finally, once I figured out the pattern and everything... I could get through that first phase without taking any damage. Ooh, that boy. You, you have more than enough opportunity to gain health back and gain missiles back in that first one. Right. The second one is a little bit harder, but I could get through it without taking much damage. Anyway, it's a great game. Yes. Do you have a problem with paying $60 for a 13-hour game? Um, Because that's all I've seen online. People I mean, bitching if, if about the price. I mean, me being the Super Metroid like not by and not just Metroid aficionado. I'm talking like the 2D Metroid aficionado. Yeah, I was going to pay sixty bucks for that game. Now I'm also going to. I'm a little curious to see how people are going to react when eventually Metroid Prime Four comes out, the 3D version. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the 3D Metroid, right? And I'm guaranteeing you it's going to be the same price, and I guarantee you it's going to be the same amount of time to beat. And I guarantee you we're going to be going back around this time. But this time it's going to be the 2D fans that are going to be kind of, I really paid this that much for this. You think it'll be about the same length? I, well, it probably won't, more than, probably won't be more than 20 hours, right? Well, this, probably around there. This generation has been spoiled by like Skyrim and Fallout. Sure. And Fable and games like that. And GTA 5. Like you spent 60 bucks on GTA 5 five or six years ago. You're still playing stuff for that. You know, you're still playing that game. Well, see, I know a buddy of ours and I have talked about this subject before. Like he tries to get so many hours per dollar one, spent. One hour per dollar spent. Okay. I know who you're talking about and we were just discussing it. And that was the one thing he was afraid of about buying Dread. Oh, really? Yeah. Did he tell you? He said he ran into you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and I knew exactly what you were talking about there. But yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. One hour per dollar spent like that. That's great value. But I don't think you could hold every game to that standard. Because, like, do you not go see movies then? Because you don't pay a, do- a dollar for each hour spent at the movie. If it's a two hour movie and you're paying, I don't know, the ticket prices now. I just sneak like, it through the emergency exit. Like $15. <laughs> so that's seven fifty an hour. You do the math on 13-hour game, like $60 is pretty good compared to a movie. Right. 
but you can't i don't have a problem with the 60 dollars for the game because it's a good quality game and i enjoyed myself playing it and i could play it multiple times i mean you could all you could theoretically like the first game that came to mind for something like this was like super mario kart like mario kart 8 you could theoretically beat that game in about three to four hours what do you what do you consider beating the game like well maybe five to six hours to like full clear all of all the stages right all the courses and the stages and am i thinking that right maybe five to six hours if you like go in and kind of know what you're doing every cc yeah oh god okay so there's 12 there's five there's 12 cups and four races per cup so that's 48 and there's five cc's or is that 250 240 yeah 240 races you'd have to do at like three minutes a race 600 720 minutes 12 hours so what that comes out to um 720 divided by 60 Mm -hmm. five yeah about 12 hours yeah okay that was quick fucking math bro i know that was quick math good lord i'm not i don't know if it's accurate but it was quick no you're absolutely right yeah okay maybe i was wrong maybe i was wrong with something like that yeah but oh then if you want to try to get the the three stars in each level like that's going to take you a lot longer right i i think i have 125 hours in mario kart 8 deluxe 125 Mm -hmm. that's a bunch yeah i think it's my most played game on the switch i got uh, maybe 80 in breath of the wild you have 80 in breath of the wild i think around there that's that makes sense and i think maybe that's where a lot of people are putting the benchmark because breath of the wild is an enormous game yeah when you look at some of the open world games like that that you could pump 60 80 100 hours in and you it's a 60 dollar game like you're getting good fucking value for that right. but you can't hold up every game to that standard yeah that's apples to oranges a little bit like i understand well no i don't because <laughs> it's a good quality game and it that's is. what you should be paying for is the quality not time right and that's kind of why i wish they would have packed like a little more into it like maybe some like gauntlet or individual boss fight like time attack stuff that's the one thing i feel like they were missing from the game maybe like boss rushes like as a separate like uh separate like category to play maybe this seems like a would it oh, water it down a little bit? Yeah, I would say this sounds like it would cheapen it. Because it's the whole experience that you want. Right. I feel, like the, feel like the people that I feel like the people that are okay with spending 60 bucks are the people that know they're going to play it like three or four times. Like, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to beat this game in under two hours, even though it took me 11 and a half to beat it the first time. I'll beat it under two. I would be interested to see the people who were bitching about paying the $60 no, you know, I wouldn't be interested to see because I would almost guarantee the people who were bitching about having to pay $60 for that game weren't Metroid fans to begin with. We're there. There, I think I think you're, that's your money maker. Because if you were a Metroid fan, you would know that it's not going to be a super long game. Like, you would have right. known that going in. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly right. Because if you make that game any, like, let's say you double the amount of, like, areas you can go to, that just gets bonkers that's too much it's it's way too much for a 2d game yeah 
there's a lot of backtracking in this game as it is. At least I had a bunch you of backtracking. Think? I had a bunch of backtracking. I feel like it guided you quite a bit. I I did the thing where I was like, oh, I'm going to go. I did a lot of sightseeing and a lot of looking around and bomb jumping and see if I can get places that I probably shouldn't be. Sure. And you probably get lost doing that. Yeah. But like, exactly I feel like happened. <laughs> once you got a power up, it would kind of lead you to where you want to go next. And if you don't go to that place and you go wander around, you'll probably forget where it's trying to lead you. Right. But my problem was, like, once I got a power up, I'm like, oh, I remember there. this can unlock a door that was two areas ago. I can never remember <laughs> that. Like, with these Metroidvanias, everybody's like, oh, you know, you could go back to this area once you get this power up. I'm like, fuck, how do you remember that from, you know, three hours ago? Like. Oh, in that one place, there was that one door that I couldn't get I couldn't get into. But now that I have this, I can go back there and see what's back, you know, through that door. Mm-hmm. Right. How do you remember that? It, well, it's because it's I mean, it's it's frustrating once you realize you can't. I think it's embedded in the in a, like speedrunners brains like, oh, I can't get into this room. How the hell do I get in there? I'm going to go find something that's going to get me in there. And you may not remember exactly its location, but you remember like, oh, it's in Arteria or, you know, something like that. It's like, oh, I remember maybe this. Op- and I had a lot of this. I had to. Oh, I got this cool item. Maybe this will open this item in this location that I couldn't open before. I'm going to go try it. And then I would fail, fail, fail. Then, oh, then I would find the one it does open. Speaking of fail, 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 these <laughs> games you got for me, I've been failing so hardcore. That is such a great segue. I appreciate look that. At you with the, look at you with the great segue. So what do you got for me this week? Oh, uh, yeah, are you ready? Not even a little bit. All right, cool. Here we go. Uh, is it this or is it that? Eric has to choose. <laughs> you know what was great at this or that? Brett Favre. Brett Favre was the best I've ever seen. Nice uh, John Madden there. Thank you for understanding it was John Madden. I think you're going to be like, nice uh, John Goodman? John Goodman. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, thank you for A, thank you for understanding that was John Madden. B, your category for tonight is, (laughs) your category for tonight is, if you're going to catch them all, you better have some pills for it. Okay, is that an <laughs> STD joke? It kind of is a joke. It's, it's like a medicine. So I'm gonna. So is this gonna be like Pokemon or STD? You are really close. The, oh, it, it is. I'm gonna give you a list of seven items. You have to tell me if it is a Pokemon or a prescription brand medicine. Okay. <laughs> this 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 was a good one. I this game took me 45 minutes to put together. Oh, that's amazing. All right. I'm assuming these are original 151 Pokemon. Oh, no, we went way. We're up to. Uh, let me look here. OK, I didn't have a Pokemon past Gen 8. You're staring at me right now. <laughs> Gen 8 is the latest I went. How many Pokemon are there now? Oh, God, like 956. Oh, really? It's, oh, it's, a, it's an awful amount. Like once once you got past. Once I got past Pokemon Gold and Silver, I was like, I'm too old for this bullshit. <laughs> I didn't even make it that far. Oh, I see red and blue. 
I played red and blue and then I played gold and that was it. Like I didn't play much past that. Thanks. All right, let's get this going. All right, here we go. Number one, Solosis. Solosis? Solosis. S-O-L-O-S-I-S. Solosis. I don't know if I'm pronouncing half of these correctly. But this is this is good. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to start thinking about how I should answer this. You're not going to be able to think with any of these. These, these are all, this is a coin flip for you. We are going to start with prescription medicine. It is a Pokemon. Damn it. It's a psychic type out of Gen 5. It's a round green ooze type Pokemon. Number two, I I wrote this down. Cramorant? Cramorant. That sounds like a Pokemon. That's got to be a Pokemon. It is a Pokemon, yes. It's a flying water type. It's a it's the Gen 8. It's your Gen 8 boy. It's it's like a blue dodo bird. You know what? It should be a medicine and it should be a suppository. <laughs> That's cram a lot. <laughs> Don't worry, folks, I'll be here all night. Oh, hold up. Have you ever had one of those? A suppository? Yeah. I no. Oh, I remember when I was a kid. <laughs> oh no. Oh, it was horrible. Oh no. Yeah, we don't have to talk about it. It was like a pain in the ass. Oh god. <laughs> oh, don't worry, folks. I'll be here all night too. All right. Number three. Anna Kinra. Anna Kinra. That's too a complicated to be a Pokemon. We're going to drug. A N A K I N R A. Anna Kinra is a medicine. And it is used to treat rheumatoid arthritis. The more you know. The more you know. Number four, you're two for you're two for three right now, so you're you're sitting pretty good. Number four, Lunatone. Lunatone. L-U-N-A-T-O-N-E. Or Lunaton. We'll just keep going at it quickly. I'm gonna say Pokemon. It is a Pokemon. It's a rock. It it is a rock psychic. Hmm. Yes, it's a Gen 3, and its primary move is Levitate. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something, like, enlightening there. Like, wow, sounds like it's really going to lift you up. I don't know. I am really tired. You Number cannot <laughs> expect anything enlightening coming from me. <laughs> Good, because you're not going to get much from me either. Number five, Toxapex. Drug. T-O-X-A-P-E-X. Toxapex medicine it's a pokemon okay it's I'll a take it whatever it's, it's a fuck your game it's <laughs> it took us 11 episodes for you to finally say fuck this game <laughs> fuck this game it's <laughs> four in the morning grandma you win <laughs> i'm sitting on baltic with crack paying luxury tax out the ass <laughs> fucking touch me grandpa man is a cheating whore <laughs> and when we were and we were kids we used to have to actually use little iron. <laughs> We'd heat it. It would burn our fingers. It was like, ooh, ooh, that hurt. <laughs> oh, dang cook. <laughs> All day. Uh, yes, poison water type Pokemon in Gen 7. All right. Okay, I'm not good with numbers. Am I three for five now? You, Is that where we're at? You are three for five, yes. Okay. No. Four for six? No, you're two for, you're two for five. You got Cramorant. You got Anakinra. You thought Lunatone was a medicine. You thought Toxapex was. No, I got Lunatone right. Oh, you did. Okay, so you're, yeah, you're three for five. Hey, you see one more. One of the last two. Number six, Warfarin. 
Oh, don't second guess yourself. Um, medicine. Very good. I was going to say, I would be really disappointed if you got this wrong. Why? Because it is an anticoagulant medicine I used to take. What do you mean you'd be disappointed? Like I raided your medicine cabinet? I don't, well, I don't know. I mean. People do that, but I don't. <laughs> people do that. Well, also the other medicines I've been on for anticoagulant have been Arixra and Xarelto. Arixra sounds like Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. Xarelto, maybe. Shout out Zarelto for saving my fat fucking ass. Hey, you win, by the way. Now let's go for the cherry on top. All I do is win, win, win. And this may be the only time I have seen V-Y-V together in a word. Vivance. Medicine. It is a medicine. Holy shit, I won. Bonus points. What does it treat? Vivance? Vivance. Um, varicose veins. Ooh, that's a... Very specific. No, Trace ADHD. Oh. <laughs> so you win. Cue the music. While, do, do, I'm do, 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 do. while I'm crumbling my paper up. See, this, is, this, is where you, this is where you put the music in while I crumple my notes and flip them over to the other side. See how that works? Mm -hmm. Now, unless you, you know, you're not putting music here, then this is just awkward as fuck. Yep. 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 No music. No music. All right, boys and girls. It's time for another Retro Smash Gaming Podcast Deep Dive. We're going to use that from now on, aren't we? Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> I like it. Wait, hold on. If we're going to use that, I got to get my big announcer voice. Well, was that your small announcer voice? <laughs> it's time for another Retro Smash Deep Dive. So today we are talking Decap Attack. Yes. It was a game for the Sega Genesis. Came out in September 1991. It was developed by Vic Tokai. I think that's how you pronounce yes. it. Yes. Yep. Tokai. Okay. Uh, he developed some other games and there were a few other iterations of this game. Mm -hmm. Very similar, but a different theme and I, like a lot of the stuff in the game was different. But it's still the same style, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. It was like Doki Doki Party and Super Mario 2. So you got games like Psycho Fox, Kid Cool with a K, because you can't spell cool without a K, and Magic Flying Hat Turbo Adventure. To give a little perspective of when this game came out, it came out a few months after Sonic came out. Mm -hmm. And the month before the Super Nintendo was dropped. Ooh, so it was pretty much in sandwich territory. It was it was like in purgatory sandwich territory. And it came out the same month as Nirvana's Nevermind album. Ooh, did not know that. Well, now you do. Well, I, and the I more mean, you know. I mean, I, I read the notes, but I'm just pretending <laughs> I didn't know that. <gasps> wow. So it's a pretty standard platformer game. You traverse through the levels, like just defeating enemies by either throwing your head <laughs> or like this head that pops out of your torso, like hitting enemies with that or by jumping on them. After each few levels, you will face a boss. So the premise of the game is you play as Chuck D. Head. It's clever, right? Very clever. Oh, it gets better. <laughs> You're kind of a headless mummy. I guess you're not really headless, like your head is in your torso. Like, is that right? 
I, I couldn't figure out exactly what it I was. Think, yeah, I think your head's in your stomach. And you were created by a scientist named Frank N. Stein. Like, the middle initial is N. A little on the nose. What happens is the bad guy in this game is Max D. Middle initial. Cap. Max D. Cap. <laughs> he is this demon from the underworld. And he came up to, I don't know, wreck havoc on the earth. And there, and there are like seven skeleton-shaped islands. Well, no, there's seven islands. And together, they look like a skeleton. Mm-hmm. You got the head, the torso, the arms. The abdomen. And abdomen. Yeah, yeah, that was the, uh, the first island. The first, yeah. So when Max Decap comes up, he all the islands disperse. He kind of just fucks it up. And that's pretty much the premise of the game. So you're just going through the different islands, facing bosses, trying to get the islands back together. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a pretty standard platforming game there's nothing like too challenging about it well Well, okay there's (laughs) nothing challenging about the platforming well all right let's jump into it (laughs) let's do it go ahead what i say there's nothing challenging about it because the harder parts of the platforming they just seem cheap and annoying more than difficult to do I mean, they are, some of the things are difficult to do, but not because uh, they, they're difficult to do because, you know, like if you're trying to jump from like one ledge to another, there could be something overhead. So you have to get it like right at the right angle, Mm -hmm. unless you'll hit your head or whatever it is. I had a note here that said I hit my head a lot and it's annoying. A lot of the movement in this game is very heavily based on momentum. And not like, I mean, I know that sounds stupid because you also need to get like momentum. You don't just start sprinting um, like in a Mario or Sonic game, but you will quickly get into like full movement, whereas it's a little slower in decap attack for him to actually like gain momentum. And it's a lot harder for him to stop moving too. And the thing is, when you gain momentum and you're kind of flying through it, the enemies just come up so quick. Yes. And they are positioned in spots that I think you're more likely to travel. So it kind of feels like if you're running and, you know, there could be this big gap that you're trying to jump over and it's just all happening so fast. You're running, then you just want to jump over this gap. There could be like a bird flying across the screen right at the right spot for you to run into it when you're jumping across the gap mm-hmm. uh, did you experience that i did i found i found a lot of the damage that i took in this game was from just not being able to stop moving like the game wasn't inherently hard because like the enemies were hard to kill it was hard by design like i found myself like if i'm i was moving too fast at times and couldn't come to a complete stop but when i see an enemy you know your main attack is your head will pop out, which has like no range, by the way. Yeah, the range sucks unless you use one of the power ups because there are several power ups mm-hmm. in the game and just stuff that would make you jump higher, uh, a little more range on your attack. Not much. Right. But then if you're not using one of those, it, your range attack, you're pretty much just limited to jumping on enemies. 
But it's like you said, you get too much forward momentum. I found myself like trying to throw the head like out early and I didn't hit the enemy and I couldn't stop. And I actually ran into him yeah, because one of the attacks you could do. So uh, there's these totem poles throughout the game and you just hit them with your when you attack, your face kind of pops out of your torso. Which is then it just hilarious. comes back in. It's a it's a pretty it's cool hilarious. animation. Yeah. And so these totem poles, you hit them and like power ups could pop out of them. Or you could get a skeleton head, which you just place on on top of your torso. <laughs> on top of your headless torso and you throw it at enemies. So also you, hilarious. you chuck the head. Ah, there it is. There it is. Ah, he said it. He so said you it. pick that up and, you know, you could throw it as your attack, but you can lose it if you get hit. And once you get hit, you lose it. You're just back to that really short ranged attack. The game is not difficult because of the platforming or the enemies, like you said. The bosses are, some of them are kind of difficult. I don't even get into the boss fights. The game, it is a tough game because it is cheap in the way that you take damage. Whether it be, like I was saying, the, just the positioning of the enemies when you're trying to make your way through the level, just we're in really. I mean, they were put there for a reason. Right. But it's just cheap. It just frustrates you. Like the game, they made the game they wanted to make, I guess. <laughs> right. It was annoying, though. It was. And, th and there was there was quite a few qualms I had with it. First of all, if you die in a level, there's no checkpoints. Nope. They're, They're pretty much. short levels, though. Well. They get longer. Yes and no. Because they're short. If you initially know where the end of the stage is, which is not always left to right, and no. they won't necessarily tell you that, you just gotta go run around and find it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, let's say you're running around the level the first time and you knock over a totem pole or you knock over a bridge, like, you know, because th there's the collapsing bridges that you run over. You know, if you die in that level, you don't go back to a checkpoint. You go back to the beginning and everything is the way you just left it. Yeah. You don't get to recollect the to the items you get from the totem pole, which you use in a menu later. And the bridges are still collapsed. And anything that you used before you died, you don't get replenished. Right. Yeah. It Which all adds to the difficulty. Well, it all adds to the... The frustration. Frustration, yes. I don't like games that are difficult because of that kind of shit you know it, it's not the platform and it's not the enemies it's just difficult by design it's difficult by proxy yeah absolutely i totally agree with you there it, yeah it, it's super frustrating can we talk about the boss fight for a second yeah which one well so you got seven different bosses the first one i'm assuming the one you're talking about the only one i defeated <laughs> <laughs> So, so 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 my pent up frustration and everything with this game comes from about an hour and a half of gameplay. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to come out and warn you, because when I got to that first boss fight, I had two of the most asshat things happen to me. One happened during the fight. One happened after the fight. So I'm going through like you, you don't like cycle through your potions and stuff because you get a separate screen where you collect potions and stuff from these totems throughout the throughout the level. Well, some of them will like give you a 10 seconds of like you get a speed up for 10 seconds or your attack is longer and more heavy based for 10 seconds. 
One of the potions you get gives you the ability to stop time. Mm-hmm. I get to the boss fight, and I'm thinking, oh, I'm just going to stop time and give myself an advantage. This is, by the way, after losing to this boss twice because I kept running into him because I have no ranged attack. Yeah. So, that, like, I couldn't come to a complete stop. Yeah, that that's... That's hard. Yeah. It sucks. Well, I get into this boss fight and I'm like, okay, I'm going to cheese it. I can't beat him just regular. I've used all my potions for extended power. I'm going to stop time. I have two potions here. We're going to make it happen. I go to use it. The game tells me you cannot use this now. Yep. <laughs> that is a load of horseshit. Tell me this information before I go into the boss fight because. There's a spot where you can ask the game, what does this potion do? And it'll tell you, oh, this potion allows you to stop time for 10 seconds. You know, Okay, so there, there should be a disclaimer that says cannot use during a boss battle. There's what, like five to 10 potions somewhere in that range, right? Yes, I believe or at so. least five to in the in the menu screen. So when you go to the menu screen for the potions, there's you, it's got a little like arrow cursor that you move and then you could go to a certain potion and it says use or ask. If you ask, they explain it what it is, right? Mm-hmm. And once they explain it, you have to hit B or whatever your like exit button is. Like we were playing on switch. So we're hitting B. Right, yeah. You have to hit B to get out of it. And if not, you, it keeps like, it reads it again. Did you have the problem where it, it just keeps reading it multiple it. fucking times. Yep. So annoying. I did. I feel like that interface was kind of screwy. But I mean, I, I, after the first couple of times where it's like, I was like, eh, it's, 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 it is what it is. I mean, it's, it's whatever. It was just, it was screwy to use. Like, I would have liked to be able to cycle through them and use them. I'm a very cycle through my weapons kind of person. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be able to, like, hit a button and be like, nope, not that one, not that one, not that one, not that one. That's the one I need. And then hit the button that says just use. Unless it's select that you have to hit. And there's, like, six different fucking things that you scroll through. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Super Metroid. <laughs> well, you can cancel that out. And you only need five to go through. You can't keep five. You cannot straight. tell me that you like that. You can't keep five. I wanted that in Dread. I'm hoping they have a DLC where I'm able to scroll through like my weapons and stuff as opposed to having to hold. I'm, I'm not getting into You that. don't like the. It takes a while to get used to those controls. And it shouldn't. It should be a one button. It should be a one button menu. No, I like that. Like if I want to switch from regular missiles to grapple beam, I shouldn't have to hit seven different buttons. You don't. It's I just, shouldn't have to stand still. Hold, just hold ZR. The left, hold the left bumper. Hold the right trigger. Aim up. And then shoot it just to get across the fucking chasm. Anyway, no, no, no. We're not talking about that right now. I'm not talking about Dread right now. We're talking about Decap Attack. Yes. And the boss fight from hell. So that was once I, the easiest one, though. Well, it was bullshit because I used all my potions and everything. And I was down to really low health. And I finally beat this bastard. Because you don't get a lot of health in this. No, you get like, well, I mean, I, I set the options to use three hearts right yep you know because i'm not a fool but i used all three of my hearts and i got i finally beat this bastard and i had like one little bitty half of a heart left and i was like okay great i'm i go to the exit and what do my wondering eyes appear 
Frankenstein and Igor pop up on my screen and say, oh, we're sorry. There's an item in this level you haven't picked up yet. Yep. The last level on each island, when you face the boss, there's some secret item that you have to find in the level. And they don't explain that to you at all. No, they don't. That, because I died trying to get back to that stupid thing. I almost threw my controller through the TV because I was like, I'm not doing this boss fight again. Luckily, I didn't have to. And what's funny about that is in that level, it's in the very beginning. Yes. If I would have game overed, I would have probably stopped playing. I will say this. OK, out of all of my bitching and moaning and complaining about this game, that was the first time I played. it. I played it for an hour and a half the first time. Knowing all of this, I sat the game down. I walked away. I came back to it a day or so later, picked it back up, and it was a much cleaner play. How so? Why? Because, like, I it, not just like the boss fight or losing health. I feel like there's a lot of platforming issues that I was having too. Like, there's some clouds you can jump on. There's some clouds you can't jump on. You don't know which one is which, and then. When you're in the actual like brick side and you're you know you're being bounced up, you know, and you're hitting your head on the ceiling and you're trying to find the ledge. The ledge isn't always easy to see. And sometimes you land on the top of a tree when you're falling and sometimes you don't. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah because some of the trees like you could the trees were like all the leaves had fallen off and there's skulls on them. Yes. And it's really hard to see. And some of the trees you could land on top of. It's yeah. And, and I did yeah, not know there, that. There's just two skulls in the middle of the tree at the top, I think, with like red with eyes. Red eyes, yeah. And if they have that, you could land on top of the tree. Yeah. And if it didn't, you couldn't. So like the graphic design of that probably could have been better. Just as like a distinction of like these trees you could land on and these you can't. And same with the clouds. I didn't have a problem with the clouds. I, I will say like playing this game it had a really kind of a weirdly steep learning curve you think i think so because i mean if anybody else jumped into it and had the exact same problem they may not play it again and be like oh this is you know this is this is a bunch of stupid stuff but if you go back and try it again you might have a better time knowing oh i know this is coming up which i know everyone's like oh that is not every video game mm -hmm. not really mm-hmm I mean, you don't have to really like take Mario, for example. You know, Mario is the learning curve is really short. The learning curve literally comes right at you. Yeah. Mega Man X, the learning curve, the, it teaches you how to play the entire game in the intro level without actually giving you any prompts, which is amazing. It teaches you you can jump, you can hold down to jump, you can wall jump, you can charge up your blaster. You know, it'll teach you all the things in the level. This game kind of I have a note here. It says the game kind of just drops you right into it. Yeah. And you got to kind of learn a lot of this stuff as you go. A lot of the stuff's not really like if you never if you never hit that side, if you never hit what would be it's not a switch controller, is it X? The left button. Because you have a, a it's y. I'm thinking of Xbox controller It's Y. If you never hit Y, you would never go into that interface that says right. you can use the potions. Yeah. Like, if you're just like, oh, this is a regular platformer, I'm just going to shoot and jump. You would never know you could do that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really explain to you where. Yeah. And I mean, like we just said, with the finding the secret item, like you, you had no idea how to do that. 
yeah, I had no idea that needed to be done. It just expects you to look everywhere in the game or what? The good thing about this game is there's no timer. But if you want me, I don't know, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like a game that wants you to explore the entire level. I think it does, though. Well, I mean, obviously now, you know, it wants you to explore the level, but it doesn't really feel like that. You feel like you're being dropped into a regular old old fashioned platformer. Yeah. Like, I don't have to explore every nook and cranny of Sonic. But the thing is, the only reason that you have to explore is to find that last uh, or the to find the secret item on the last level. And really, other than that, like you could just <laughs> run through it. But the thing is, you can't just run through it because it's not just a straight left to right platformer. Yeah, sometimes the exits are hidden, which is weird. Sometimes you're going right to left. Sometimes you're going up and down. Straight up. And yeah, like it. Yeah, what the second level in the first world? Yeah, it's like up, like a reverse C almost. Like you're going up. Like imagine drawing a C in reverse, but you're starting from the bottom. You just go down. And then up right and then back up to the left. That's kind of how I think that's how that level's designed. I also feel like they would have they would have done better had they zoomed out a little bit. Like let you see more of the level at the same time. That maybe helped a little bit. I think it would, because like I said earlier, when you're moving through the level, it just seems like the enemies pop up so quick and they're in spots that you can't really avoid. You know, right. they're in spots that you travel, your most like common travel path would be. So I think if they zoom out, you'd be able to see the enemies coming up a little sooner. Right. And yeah. be able to react. And it mm -hmm. wouldn't feel so cheap to me. Well, you see, yeah, I don't think it's the it's it's not the enemies that I would want to be able to see. It's just I want to see more of the level. Like I want to see more of the platforms I can jump on. I want to see where exactly I'm needing to go. When I'm as zoomed in as this, it's like, oh, you're do you want me to go left, right, left to right? Do you want me to go up? Do you want me like if I see like if I'm on the bottom level and I see a ledge on the top of my screen, I'm like, obviously, I want to try to get there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. And there were quite a few instances that you could be standing at like the edge of the platform, whatever you want to call it. And you just don't know where to go. Like right. you don't see what's next. So you just kind of got to do like a trust fall and hope something is below you. Well, the one thing that made that a heck of a lot easier, and I think this may be the one saving grace for this game, is the fact that you can jump. But if you keep repeatedly hitting jump, it will let you float. I think that was a that is a great like saving grace to what would be in just like an abysmal experience. You do fall a little bit though, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. You, you, you mean you fall a little bit, but like in the, in the walls where you kind of, you can bounce yourself up. It's kind of tricky, but it is possible. You can do it, but you need to be able to like float yourself up. Mm -hmm. So you only made it through the first boss. Yes. And I didn't even think about like, you know, like using, rewinds or anything because i was playing it on the genesis collection for the switch I yeah think that that's one thing i did um i was struggling to get through the game so i used the rewind feature mm -hmm. and when i was playing it my wife's like isn't this cheating <laughs> like, yes kind of but i want to get through it so i know right yeah so i made it all the way through the game and i could tell you that it doesn't get much better Oh, it just gets more cheap. I want to say it gets more like it definitely gets more difficult. 
but not in a way that like we've talked about that it should. Mm-hmm. It just gets more difficult in the ways that we talked about. It shouldn't. Like you just have more enemies in cheaper spots and the platforming still kind of sucks. Just not knowing exactly where you're going and um like hitting your head. Like I did that multiple fucking times. Oh, yeah. I hate that. And then when you hit your head, if you're not back, you know, because you can't really stop and go backwards, you're falling all the way to the bottom of the level. And you can do this all over again. That was such a big problem for me. Mm-hmm. Just uh, I think in the second level, when you're going like kind of back and forth trying to climb up. There's one spot with the the arrow jump things. So uh, throughout the level, there's just these little gray boxes with red arrows, and it just kind of springs you up. Or if they're along the wall, it springs you out. So in that second level, um, when you're going back off to the right and you hit the spring, I just kept hitting my fucking head right there trying to make that jump. Same. But then once I figured out if you're running while you do it, you just it's like perfect. You just run, you hit it, and it jumps straight up. But then you end up like almost hitting that fucking enemy that's up on that platform. Like, oh, come on. Right. You know, one thing, I mean, we sit here and bitch about the game. But one thing I think the game did do well is its graphics. It did. Yeah, it was actually a for its time. It was a very good looking game. Yeah. Which is not really a surprise because it's a Genesis game. And a lot of those games were good looking. Mm -hmm. It's just got like a it's like a horror themed game. With, I guess, with the the Max Decap, the demon coming up. And yeah. you're playing as a mummy. Frank Einstein created you. It was very quirky. But the enemies weren't really, they weren't like hoary type stuff. Yeah. The levels, they were kind of designed in a way to be kind of hoary. Hoary. Like, the, I, don't, I don't feel I like, like I word. should be saying hoary. I like that word, though. I like hoary. All the islands were, I think they did a pretty good job in, like, the graphics of each island they were like they were made in a way where they're each unique to themselves but they still had the same type of feel okay i was gonna say that's one question i was gonna ask you because you played onto the further worlds did they feel like it was a little monotonous graphics wise and like look looks wise palette wise yes and no um i would say yes because well, it would kind of contradict what I just said, that they they did a good job in each island being unique, but they still had the same feel. But when you ask that question, it, like it, it really made me think about it. And maybe they're a little too similar because while they are different, maybe, oh, gosh, man, I'm just going to say, yeah. I mean, I'm going to say, yeah, it, it was too similar. Like, it's it's nothing that's going to wow you. No. Okay, but it's nothing that, like, you know what you're going to get. But it's not anything that's, like, way super boring. Like, I, you, it's kind of that middle ground. I, I kind of, under, I'm kind of getting what you're saying here. Yeah, I guess I could probably argue both ways. Sure. But did you like the sound in the game? The sound and music? Yeah. Um, I really didn't have a problem with the sound. The only music I had a problem with was at the very like opening intro. For some reason, there were some Sega Genesis games and I'm looking at you, Sonic Spinball, that they try to like make it sound like very futuristic, like Katari. And it was like, it almost sounds like somebody is putting like cooking utensils and forks and spoons into a blender. Mm. 
it's kind of like that very like high pitched shrill kind of sound. They inserted that into their um like opening song, and it was kind of it was a little off putting. It wasn't a bad song. It was kind of catchy, but that extra like like I can't even describe it. Like it's a very it almost feels in the ti- in the title screen. Yeah, hmm. or at least in the intro. I'll have to listen to that because they did the same thing in. Okay, I guess I can preface by saying this. Watchmojo.com did a top 10 worst video game music of all time. The options menu from Sonic Spinball is number one. Hmm. The worst ever. I don't know that one. I'll have to listen to it. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Take 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 a second to listen to it and you'll know what I'm talking about because it sounds like and it's that very like high pitched, really like metallic kind of sound where they kind of make they're trying to make it sound like a shredding guitar Mm -hmm. but really it's just it's ear splitting but other than that music was catchy sounds were what they need like nothing spectacular like this game really didn't wow me Mm -mm. i yeah the the soundtrack was all right it was like an upbeat horror type thing reminded me of like the same type of feel as like a zombies ate my neighbors right and that's kind of i was thinking the exact same thing yeah like very horror themed but like remixed. Yeah. And, and, and upbeat, I think it's how I would describe it. Yeah. The sound effects in this game, they just don't fit. Really? You have this upbeat horror type music. But when you jump, it makes this like spring type sound. It sounds so out of place to me. Like, well, it's it's a quirky game. Like, it, I don't think this game really takes itself too seriously, though. Nobody like else it, does, so it's shown it. If it was trying to be a scary horror game, we'd probably be having a whole different discussion right now. But no, it's trying to be a lighthearted horror style platformer. So, I mean, yeah, it's going to be kind of goofy at times, not really scary and maybe a little quirky. When you're going across the bridges and the little cinder blocks are falling again, just it does not sound right. It, right. it, it doesn't fit to me when you're using little jump arrows. It just sounds off it all just sounds too happy <laughs> to fit in this game okay that's see that and that's weird because i'm like i'm feeling like oh this is this game's not taking itself too seriously it's kind of a quirky game which was i think the only thing i had going for it i have not heard of this game before i saw it on the collection the sega genesis collection on the switch right and i can see why now <laughs> I don't know that it had this huge impact on the industry or people still remember it. Really, there's like a big cult following for this game. Really? Yeah. Well, I know that back in the 90s, there was this um, Sonic comic. I think it was called Sonic the Comic. Oh. And Decap Attack had a little comic strip in the sonic comic in the uk really and it was actually the longest running comic that was non-sonic ran for five years Ooh! so i it was probably popular a little bit in that sense sure but the game itself like how did it age not very well well i mean if if we're gonna put a bow on all this like i think I would say, you know, it's quirky, 
lighthearted, colorful, you know, nothing that's going to impress you, but, you know, kind of funny and with a little spooky undertone. And it just looks great and feels great. The problem is you have to play the damn game. That's a good way to put it. That's exactly like, what I think is that that's what I'm wrapping it up with. The, the, the theme is cool. I like the theme. The graphics look good. The sound is passable, but the gameplay is eh at best. Right. I do not think I had fun one time playing this game. <laughs> you didn't. I, okay, good. I, I did at the beginning and then slowly over the course, like all the bullshit stuff from, you know, hitting my head, trying to gain momentum, not being able to use my stop potion during my boss fight, having to go back after the boss fight. And then dying while going back for this item and then starting completely at the beginning of the level because there's no checkpoints. No, it no. just all snowballed and I, I couldn't play it for more than an hour and a half. So if you had to score this game, how would you score it? Oh, my God. I'm so glad you asked because I think I have my own new scoring scale for games like this. Ooh. Yes, we're going to go on the Weldy system. The what is that? Ooh. W-E-L-D-Y. So from top to bottom, W would be wow. E would be extra good. L would be liked it, but not loved it. D would be didn't like it. And Y would be yuck. Don't play this game. So where does decap attack fall? It's going to fall somewhere between L and D or like a very like if you're doing like a generic grading scale, like a C minus or a D plus, hmm. because it's 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 like I said, once you get past all the bullshit and you maybe get mad at it and then come back and play it and you know what to expect, like, oh, I know this is this is going to happen. I'm not going to, you know, use my potion here because when I die, I don't get it back and I can't get any more in the level, you know, because the level doesn't reset after you die. So I better save this. You know, once you know all of that, it's actually not terrible. The problem is getting to that point. At least it was for me. I would have to say that once you learn how to do everything, it becomes worse. <laughs> really? Yeah, because once you learn how to do everything, you expect it to be a halfway decent game. But then once you actually continue to play it, you still have all the problems that we were bitching about earlier. Like those problems don't go away, don't go even away. though you learn it. Right. I guess to sum up how I feel, I don't have this really super cool grading scale like Weldy. <laughs> if I was going on something just like uh, pass or play, I, I would definitely say pass. Like you're not missing out anything not playing this game. Right. Just for fun. Uh, I looked up a couple of review scores for this. Um, Megatech gave it an 82% and Mega Action gave it a 76%. Apparently, the Mega Magazine, which is 100% pure Sega Mega Drive, placed the game at number 22 in their top Mega Drive games of all time. Sega Force praised the game's graphics, saying it was big, bold, colorfully, and beautifully animated while criticizing the gameplay as unoriginal. Yeah. And I think that's pretty much what we did. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I would score it lower than the 22nd best Mega Drive game, though. Yeah. 
there's not too many good. <laughs> well, that's not being fair. Yeah, that, that's totally not fair. But yeah, I think that's going to do us for this episode. Yes, it is. Um, follow Nick on Twitch. Check him out Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. And Thursday, yes. I occasionally will come back on Wednesdays, but I have cut Wednesdays out of my streaming schedule and i feel like having that extra day to like go to bed early and do a good thursday stream really helps although i think this like i think maybe i'll start doing wednesdays more towards the end of the year like i said if you follow me at welly time one on twitter i will let you know and you can follow us on twitter at retro underscore smashed there's something else i was gonna say <laughs> well we were, gonna, we were gonna thank our wonderful fans or 150 total downloads of the podcast. Nice. Hello. Yes. Looks like we made it. <laughs> the Barry Manilow. Please keep listening. Reach out to us if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up on our Discord. Thanks. Links on our Twitter. 